This is Two Shy Guys a Mile High. Cue the damn music. Got P Wheel in the building. Got WB. Fly with me. Al Digger. Hey man, how y'all living, man? Uh, getting getting tired. Uh, cabin fever, if you will. Trying to trying to get out and move move my legs a little bit, but you know it's it's been tough when you, when you kind of glue to what's happening out here, man. So it's just a lot of a lot of hurt, a lot of pain right now. So I, I just think everybody needs to just take a break and relax a bit. So just trying to just get my head wrapped around some some things, man. That's all, and uh, just blessed to be here. You know, blessed to be here. So. Yeah. Always blessed. It's P. Will. Always blessed to be here waking up another day. I say that all the time because I really mean that. You know what I'm saying? Being uh, it's a privilege to be here. And, you know, we got to make the you know best of the time that we can while we are here. Because, like you said, as of the like the just looking at the news recently and just what's been happening, man, it's like I don't know how to feel. Mm, yeah. This is WB, man. Um, I think the biggest thing that you said out of all that is alive. And I think that as we started this podcast, we wanted to be authentic with it, really put ourselves out there. And what we want to do at this time is just let people know what it's like to walk like in our shoes. Three black men in STEM from our perspective as a black man in America. how to live life and i prepped for this episode i thought i was gonna be ready but i i i just can't take it there's moments in time when you wake up and and see the news and you see what's going on and you see the people killed due to senseless violence people that have future people that were sons daughters brothers mothers sisters like it it just it just breaks my heart but yeah. I I I gotta keep my faith in God. Know that He is good, and and, and 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 there's gonna be something come out um from this. But um, yeah, I think that it would be a disservice to not use our our platform that we are trying to build that will grow because I believe that we have been put here to broadcast that into the future to not address this issue because if you don't address the root cause of issues. It's going to only get worse. And it's going to keep happening, man. It's and it's going to keep yeah, happening. Man. And nothing's going to change. Man, man I, 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 can, I can feel the, the raw emotion, man. Um, and it speaks yeah, volume. Man. And it speaks volume to your character because, uh, like, these are senseless acts that, that just keep happening. And, and what are we supposed to do when we're trying to, you know, build our families and up? And, and, and community. You're, and trying, community to, you're, trying, to, you're, trying, you're trying to just live your life, man. But, you're but what to, are we supposed just, to do when we helping build the next generation up to be strong when we're getting taken out like this? Yeah. Um, and, and it's tough, man. It's, this is probably one of the toughest um, the toughest topics, man. And I think, you know, a lot of us have had to kind of just wrap our head around. I mean, this is things like this have been happening in the black community um, for as long as I've been born. Um, and I speak as one of the oldest on the podcast, you know what I'm saying? Not to bring age into it, but from what I just remember, man, just, just, just even walking down the street, you know what I'm saying? I had to, I had to be weary because, 
you know, you look you look the wrong way. You you got on the wrong clothes. You you know what I'm saying? You 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 just you just look a certain way. You know, you could you could not make it home that night. You know what I'm saying? And so we've been taught, man, from birth, yo, it's, it's survival, man, versus trying to you know accumulate, you know, like like wealth and things, and 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 wealth can be a part of that. You know what I'm saying? And 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 all these things that we we want as a people can be a part of that, but it can't happen if you know what I'm saying, just senseless murders, man. Just because yeah. you. You know, you just trying to go somewhere, or you, you or know, you, you just, just trying to your see business. some. Like you can be doing anything. You just trying to, you know, be your person, visit friends, see people, do experience, have experiences for yourself, and it's getting taken away. Like at any point of time, anytime you go outside, you really got to be on your three sixty. Yeah, you got to be weary do. of your surroundings because anything can pop off at any moment. Yo, and just like being aware and being present, and I feel like that's like. You know what I'm saying? It's it's hard right now because, you know... We grew with, up with, with a every- different curriculum, bro. We grew mm-hmm. up with a different curriculum, man. Yeah, because, like, yeah. going, coming from a where I'm from... Going, going, coming from where I'm from, like, every day I went outside, you know what I'm saying? I know my parents was like, okay, you know, I'm worried that, you know, my son gonna come home. You know what I'm saying? We grew up in these neighborhoods like that, so... You know, we got to already be weary of the neighborhoods that we're in, but also by the people that's supposed to be, you know what I'm saying, enforcing the law us. and protecting us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's like times that I've been in situations where police pull guns out on me and I was just, you know, blessed enough to not get in a situation where it escalated anymore, where I was wow. taken advantage of, you right. know what I'm saying, by somebody, of, you know, of that nature. You know what I'm saying? I'm supposed to be thinking that they protected me, but I remember a time growing up and just getting, I got pulled over for doing nothing, just driving, but my car, you know what I'm saying, I'm driving, I'm in Chicago, South Side, and I got my Chevy, Monte Carlo, mm-hmm. it, it, could be any, it could be anybody in the car, but didn't do anything, just coming from a hard day of work, I get pulled over, gun to my car window, Wow. you know what I'm saying, and it's just like, you know what I'm saying, anything could have happened from there, and it's just like, man, I was just praying when I got, it was late at night, I'm just coming home from a hard day of work, and I'm just like, man, right. I don't know what's going on, These, you know, the lights is behind me, I ain't you know, wide awake. I'm not paying attention to what's going on, but just right. get pulled up on and, and and like that. As soon as you pull up to my window, you ain't even did nothing. You just you just riding trying to get to to your friend house. Like you say, you come home from work. You you doing you doing what you supposed to do, man. And you know it, what I'm saying? You ain't, you ain't it's even. It's so difficult. I I don't want to take away from your story at all because it, I think, it, but it's like you don't know what to do because we want to talk about the people that passed away too, about what happened with them, um. Ahmed Arbery, a black man jogging in Atlanta, Georgia, not doing anything, yep. but he apparently looked suspicious, so a group of people just decided to kill him because they thought he was looking threatening. Yep. Then you have somebody like Breonna, Breonna Tan, Taylor, a black Louisville. woman, Louisville, Kentucky. She's EMT. At her house, police are coming to execute a narcotics search, search warrant. warrant. They go in there. Blam! They they get the shooting. Shootout happens. Now she's not no longer here. She's at her house where there's in no drugs. Home. No drugs. Somebody on the house is trying to come in, execute a no knock d- warrant. Come and on, come on, be serious. And but and 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 the thing that broke the straw that broke the camel's back was definitely George Floyd, man. That just recently happened. You see a man publicly. Murdered on camera, and nobody do anything. So, and he's telling them that he can't breathe. So even then, but back to your story, we're just trying to figure out 
what we're supposed to do because we don't know how like to move. Like you said, you can't visit friends. You can't go jogging. You can't be driving. You can't be any places where they say you can't belong, which is anywhere on this earth right now. It's like uh, uh, Will Smith quote was racism is not getting worse. It's getting filmed. Mm-hmm. And basically like this stuff is happening every day. It's just now that we're so we got this technology where we always talk about and it's so readily available that people are pulling out the phones and recording it. And it gets to that point. I got another example. Like, you know, what I'm saying one time when I uh, I got into a car accident, somebody hit my car from from in behind when I was at a stoplight. Mm-hmm. And then just like we're getting so susceptible to being able to be in control to say I had to pull my phone out because this is the only proof that I'm telling the truth in any situation. Wow. So it's like, why do I got to go down to this point where I got to prove my truth? So I put my phone out just like, I don't know what this guy's going to do. He looks kind of, you know what I'm saying, irritant that he hit me. First of all, I should be pissed. Right. But like I'm recording him just like everything he's saying to me, making sure like, why do I have to go to a point where I got to record this person? Because I know if it went to any other point, I'm going to be in the wrong or I'm going to yeah. get treated this yeah. way because, you know what I'm saying? It's just because it's unfair, man. Well, see, the, the, you... So, go go back on that situation right there. The reason you had to pull that phone out is because we've been taught a different, a totally different way of mm-hmm. living. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what it's like to be a black man in America is completely different. What it's like to be any any man in any place. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I can't sit here and talk about the plight of anybody else but it's it's just apparent that just I'm gonna speak for me. I, I grew up in Chicago, you know, South Side. You know, you know it's up. You know, you can't just go outside just do to do to do with the with the birds chirping in your ear. You gotta be a hey, like you said three three sixty swivel, and you you know four or five or six years old. You know what I'm saying? You can't just play freely on the on the on the block because somebody got beef around you, and you know they come in to kill. So you you you've been. You've been taught, hey, I have to survive too. I can't just be willy-nilly and live like the stuff that I see on TV. You know what I'm saying? And so now with technology, this is another another form of protection because you see things are happening so rapidly, it's your word against the word of the enforcers of the law, right? The system that is been consistently broken. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to be it's, it's their word against your word. Right, you gotta you gotta pull the phone out. Yeah. Right, you gotta you gotta have some protection. But sometimes I don't even get to the point where you can do that. Right, right? Mm-hmm. you the person that's with you know saying that they taking out. But, but like anybody else don't have to have that I, type of chip. Like if I you know what I'm saying. In my first, what I was talking about earlier with my first story, if I pull out the phone at that point of time to try to record what's going on, it's over. The guy has mm. a gun pulled out on me, and I'm just stopped there abiding by the by the law. Mm. And luckily, he just oh, I let down my window. He looked in my car and then just let me go off, bro. And I'm just like. Gun that's just how that, that's, right. that's how exactly wow. how it happened. And this is real life stuff that people have to live every day. A person who is alive to tell the story that is podcasting, just letting you know that's his part. He's not making this up. This stuff really does happen. And I think it gets back to how do you raise your kids? I mean, you have those conversations because you need him to live and survive, him or her, mm-hmm. black person in America, because that's what it's about. It's I was listening to the news and watching what the person was saying on TV. It's basically that old school story that gets passed from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. How do you survive being black? How do you address yourself when you're around a police officer? How do you have to address yourself and your peers and, and maintain when you are going on at work? Right. How do you have to right. act and behave when you're going to the mall trying yeah. to shop yeah. or buy food or just be in a public 
place. Right. Because anything goes wrong, you can get popped by any by any time. Now, now, it's even, crazy even, even there, like, how do you be your your true authentic self at every given and it's every, hard every to given be moment, authentic right? Self, man, because I'm I'm excited. You know, what I'm saying I know when I get very passionate about something, like I'm 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 Mr. Energy. Let's get it. You know, somebody might say that's like, yo, you're you're being aggressive. No, I'm being assertive because mm-hmm. I understand. You know what what needs to happen. I'm, I want to take action like rapidly because this opportunity is here. So somebody sees that and you you're just you're just very aggressive right now. No, it's it's a different style. It's a different level of energy mm-hmm. that you're just uncomfortable with being around, possibly. And now it's it's just coming out in the in the emotional sense of like, yo, now you yo you being aggressive. Now it's trying to reverse it, you know. So it's 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 just a different way of living that we've had to like you said it's been passed down because mm-hmm. I can't just tell you to go go down the street and come back because that could be the last time I see you. I got to give you this lesson of mm-hmm. how I've survived. You know, I'm talking about our ancestors, my mom, you know what I'm saying? Her mom, her mom. Like, slavery, we go back farther than that, right? Slavery, you had to survive. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, yo, you had the same opportunities. You couldn't just walk out and be like, yo, I got it. So we've had that mentality. Like, I got to survive, you know what I'm saying? And now it's it's been it's been really just bastardized. And now the people that are in, in power to help, they don't have the purest of hearts. And we're seeing what's happening when you don't have the purest of hearts, and you're and and, this, and, and that and that hatred that has been Growing passed down from their ancestors on the fire. That, but that hatred that has been passed down from their ancestors get into them, and then we wonder why the, the, every generation is getting worse because of that hatred that's being perpetuated from their generation. And that's why we need to actively come together and and get and learn about the things that's going on read the history because it's all happening again and again read the history we don't want it to repeat itself in the negative senses because you know saying during this time you know we we stronger together so if we all can get on the same page man but i guess i got i got a question i mean can i ask a question real quick like i've been i've been just it's been a very first of all emotional man very passionate discussion we had something before this podcast what what do you tell yourself to just just to, just to maintain sanity? Because I I just I'm just gonna speak on on behalf of like what I'm saying. Because like when I go out, I have to give myself a pep talk. Like mm-hmm. yo, okay, here we go. I'm, I'm going. I'm just downtown Seattle, whatever. I'm going downtown. The police is gonna be out. It's it's about twelve a.m. or whatever. I'm gonna go see some friends, get some sushi. I can't wear no loud clothes, right? I gotta I gotta I gotta prep my my wardrobe effectively because. If I got some loud clothes on, it's gonna draw unwanted attention. And guess what? Now I'm down here, just me and myself. I ain't even got to my people yet. Now I'm looking suspicious because that's just just the way I've been trained. It's just it's just how it is around me. I have to be careful of what I wear, what I say, everything that I do. I'm going downtown at 12 a.m. I'm just going to meet some friends for drinks. I you know think, what I'm saying? Like I have to I have to prepare a different route. I don't even know how much you can prepare yourself for because, what? like. You don't want to get to a point where you you're roboting yourself, but uh, I I feel like you Just know what mentally I'm saying? prepare yourself, like mentally you, preparing yeah. yourself, like and it's, that's where it starts for me is being aware of your surroundings and what you're doing. But to like, I just know getting out there is dang near like you got to be mask on, mask off at some points of time because you got to conduct yourself certain ways, but. Like, I just tell myself, like, you know what I'm saying? As long as you believe in God and you got mm. that trust and faith. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I, that's what ooh. I always say. You got that trust and faith and he's walking with me <sighs> and that I'm doing what I can to be doing right. And and 
that's what I live by because that's what I've been taught. Yes, sir. And that's what I know. But, I mean, you can't always live. You can't always know what's going to happen. You got to have the faith. And you just got to understand, like, you got to do right by yourself. And you got to do right by your character and what you stand for, your integrity, and what you represent as a man and Mm -hmm. what you're doing to be that leader that you're trying to be and be that representative for the next generation of who you preaching your knowledge to and who you bringing up and who you're, uh, like that you're, uh, affecting. And what I do, and it's just like, I just tell myself that, Hey man, you, you're a man, you got faith, you got people that respect and love you. and You got that team behind you and just know that, you know, like I said, if we all work together, we can make it happen. But, it's just nothing you can do to condone the what's happening out here. And only when we come together, we can take care of this and handle this effectively. But the more people are not talking about it, the mm-hmm. more people that's diverting around what the question is and not acknowledging this. And yeah. I'm just seeing that, like, it's hard to watch these stories that's happening because everybody's people making a mockery of it. And I'm just on the, I'm, I can't. I can't go by that, man. It's not yeah. like how I live. So, man, it's I just, illogical. It's yeah. illogical, and it's like you can't you can't even operate in that space. Then, do you yeah. unplug yourself from this? No. And but, but, but you then, can't. You then can't you're just, not informed about what's going on, I, or, or what? How do you do that? How, I don't cool. think that you unplug yourself from it a hundred percent, but you do have to be intentional about yeah. what you are consuming because your, your your mind feeds the body, and your body feeds your soul. Message. You know, <laughs> you all get no, like no, you really got to be intentional up, about okay. that because. Yeah, if you look at it too long, you will get depressed, you will uh, get paralyzed, and you will just revert into your own shell, and you will not realize the potential that you're put here to be. I think that is the number one thing for WB that inspires me, because I have to tell myself, it doesn't matter what people on this earth value me or not. God must value me first and foremost. Yes, sir. Because I was struggling, like, these people are killing us in the streets. Like, my life does not matter. And they will make a joke out of it and clown you and do it again and again, and nothing will happen. I just want to do my due diligence and give our audience some basic statistical data that we have (laughs) from the Washington Post. So we can give some facts and data appropriately to the situation. Let's hit that data, brother. They have a database which has tracked police killings in the line of duty since January 5th, 2015. And they go in and see like the race. There's different criteria for how they break this down. And they say that we are two times more likely to be shot and killed by the police than white Americans. We represent 13% of the population. That means there is around, let me, let me go, 42 million black people in America. There's 197 million white people in America. And you mean to tell me that we get killed at 30 per million in comparison to white people get 12 per million getting shot by the police, and that's just police violence. We're not talking about these other situations that happen when you're running around and you look suspicious mm. or you're in the wrong place in the wrong time for to execute a police warrant. 
These are just facts and data that we have to go by. I have to live by God and live by faith because the numbers are telling me differently that I'm not going to make it. My my life is not valued, but he values me, so I got to go harder. Yeah. I got to realize my purpose and his plan to figure out how I can go harder to make a change in something that this world needs to see, that America needs to see. I always used to be like, why do I see the leaders that are around to unify us and bring us together? Why isn't this person around? Why isn't people in this country speaking out about this in leadership position? I'm like, you know what, Will? Maybe God is telling you that since there's no leaders around, how about you step on being a leader and be wow. the change that needs to be seen? Because clearly nothing else is going on. Nothing else. So yes, I have sir. to do my part to yes, try sir. to unify the front from that standpoint. Because yes, it's just absolutely ridiculous. We don't know what to do. We can't protest peacefully. Nothing changed. Wow. You protest violently. You burn down your own communities. Plus, you risk getting killed by police. And guess what? Nothing changed. You do nothing. Nothing Nothing changed. changed. What do you do? What do you do as a black person in America? What do you do to make a change? Because something is broken and it needs to be fixed quick because I ain't got... We ain't got time for this, man. Nah, I mean... And you really think about the times, too? We're still in quarantine. Imagine everybody's like, oh, quarantine is... I, I can't stand being in the house. We're lucky. If people were not in the house and this actually happened and they were out in the streets, like everything was all good, imagine what would be going on right now in the streets. Minnesota's burnt up to a crisp because they are pissed off. They are highly upset. With how they have been treated. They have Philando Castile. That's Minneapolis. He's just chilling in the car. Pulling over his wife. And he gets shot. And that's recorded too. And you mean to tell me you got to come out on this. We paying these people to do this. Some of us. Mm. And no get twisted. I, I, like, I have friends in law enforcement. So I understand. But the numbers is. They're, they're, there's good yeah. police. But the numbers just ain't looking right man. It's it just not. ain't looking right. Something is suspicious. How are we the least 13% of the country, but yet we're the most in jail? 13% of the country, but yet we're most likely to get killed just walking out in the streets due to senseless violence. 13% in the country, but probably got the most health problems than any other minority group in the world. It's got to be by design. You can't cook this up nowhere else. You can't. And that's why I just wow, like dude. it's just a wow. the topic is just it's so it's so touching. Yeah. And and since you talk about Minneapolis, it's like George Floyd, what happened to him? Seven minutes of just sitting there Seven with somebody's minutes. knee on your neck and you selling mm-hmm. you a telling grown, them that you can't person, breathe. A grown person. And there's multiple of them and, and I can't understand like nobody, none of the cops either. Dude, it's it's at the integrity it's, it's a spirit of hatred. To, to walk up a and say, Hey, you doing hatred, something man. wrong? Like I just don't get it. And Yo. it's on it's on tape. On yeah. tape. And you always bring up the point, like how do you handle yourself? Leadership. I think as a black person in America, you know off rip. You got to be twice, four times, exponentially better than the next person because mm-hmm. you're probably not going to get a chance. Mm. So, you know what? It's a gift and the curse because it's only going to make me stronger. So I have to take it and look at it That's and change my mind was said yeah. about that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. I got to be worried to not feed into the stereotypes of what a black person is and how they are supposed to act. And, and let I, me tell you, you're not. You're not. Guess what? We Three black men is them. 
trying to win. Trying so to obviously, win. you know what I'm saying, this is something that we could have just kept to ourselves, right? right? And just not try to try to do something about it. So so it goes back to what you were saying before, the leadership. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Leadership really sets the tone. You know what I'm saying? And this is not a political podcast. You know what I'm saying? Not but we're at looking all. at we're looking at the leadership. I mean, leadership is telling you that certain things are okay now. But we also got to talk the saying? truth and what's yeah. happening out right. here to right, get right. that knowledge yeah. out here. Because yeah. 2020 is a crazy year right crazy. now, and things are just happening so frequently that right before our eyes, and we just got to do something about it. Yeah. And we the first step is is stating it, letting people know what's happening, so we can become what the history is, so other people can learn from this as well. Because like I said, it's happening again and again when does it stop i mean stuff like this hopefully keeps happening where you know people are understanding and getting information and sharing it with people and trying to uplift and, and not tear down because it's a communal thing we can't be tearing down each other you gotta come together we gotta yeah, come together you know what i'm saying together. and that's and that's where it comes to the home gotta be right the home gotta be right gotta be right you know just as, a, as, a, as if you talk about from a parent a parental point you know i got three black black boys i'm trying to raise so so if my home you know what I'm saying? Me and baby girl, we gotta have that home tight. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just saying you can't you can't you can't do nothing outside if your home ain't right. And you know what I'm saying, to go back to, you know, this senseless killing, their their home was not right. It's not obviously it's not right. They out here just do killing, thinking that's 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 cool. You know what I'm saying? Black we 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 know inherently when we go out, we gotta do it better. You know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. we just that's four hundred years of, of slavery and beyond, we still gotta catch up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But but the thing is, being the most innovative race, mm-hmm. the most copied race, you know what I'm saying? Culture. You know what I'm saying? So it's like obviously the value is there, but it's like who who's who's putting the cap on it? Yeah. Who's putting the cap on it? You and know what I'm saying? Reali- who is actually who- realizing the value? You know, I think that one thing that we could do a better job as a black community to help push black excellence point blank period is highlighting the skills of people that aren't necessarily entertainers or athletes. Just because uh, entertainers yeah. or athletes are are grinding and shining, I'm not taking away from their plight, but that's they're just good in their field, in their industry. There's other people, people that's good at, and right, then right. That's engineers. Not that that's not there's there's that, other that, that Oh, I'm look, sorry, yeah. self plug. Black Engineer of the Year Awards for hey, 2020. Hey, there are people hey, doing bro. good things here. You feel me? Hey, but I'm, I, but I've been blessed, and that's why I had to do my part to do the the like uplift the community and tell like there is a different way and highlight others who I know are who are, are excelling in their fields too to yes, say sir. that you know what we are a valuable asset and you know what if somebody else isn't valuing us we need to value each other and to I'm realize sorry. that value yes, and I think that's a good way and and hey, congratulations by the way nice, but uh we could. Take this time to reach out to the audience and our listeners to let us know, like, what stories do you have? Because we want to be able to promote you and let people know what you're doing out there. What are you doing? How are you changing the community? How are you changing people around you? How is, if you're in STEM or whatever field you're in, reach out to us. Let us know. You can always get to us at high at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, like us on Twitter, follow us, listen to us on iTunes, rate the content, like the content, love the content, share it with your people, because we need to get this information out there to mm-hmm. the masses. We need people to know, and, and you know what I'm saying, we want to be out there to help. We're here to help. We're using this platform to promote and yes, to let sir. people know that, you know what I'm saying, there's three brothers yeah. out here, and we just it's out possible. here trying to do right, right. and it's, it's possible. possible, you know what I'm saying? you can do it. Anybody can do it. And Look, that's been my goal. To be an example of what's possible. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? We've told our stories, so we're going to continue to tell our stories and continue to grow with each other. And the only way that I know that I've been able to do that is, is with y'all's help, man. You know what I'm saying? Just 
learning from you guys, you know, mistakes and, and the journey that you share with me. And and I would be remiss if I didn't say before we leave this this particular cast, man, like, like thank you for opening up, man, and just sharing this with me. Because, like, sometimes it's hard for, you know, just black men like us to like, to just really be open. And I think the podcast is a, you know, is, is therapeutic for us. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's been, a, it's been a way for us to really... I think bring the complete package. You know That's what I'm how it all of, started, for real. Yeah, this is literally yeah. a personal therapy session we had one day a week, and you were like, "You know what? We might as well just record the conversation because we're talking about stuff that right. is actually <laughs> valuable. Yeah, Other people should yeah. need to hear what we are actually talking about." Man, you know, and but it, but it's just been on my heart, and I know that's what you know for us, all three of us, and I can I can definitely speak this. And you know, we've always had a heart of service. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying always try to try to help each other, and and it wasn't like to take away from anything like we never felt like if we gave it out you know we couldn't get it back or it was a place of scarcity you know what i'm saying and so i just appreciate you guys always having that place of abundance man and, and sharing with me yeah and you I, know, yeah. I appreciate it as well it's just it, like you said it's therapeutic it's a time for people to get those emotions out because you don't want to keep those feelings caged in you want to kind of get that out and because a lot of people are on the same page with you and then like if you like thinking about something people might be able to help bridge on those ideas and you might be able to start something from there so yeah like you said we just started as a normal conversation we were having a normal time that we met and kind of just brainstorm things and it turned to this yeah. and it's just like like it's helping me see the growth in each other and I feel like I'm growing myself in, in own positive ways as well. And I'm learning from this. It gives me that time where I'm learning, I'm researching, you know what I'm saying? I'm reading more books, trying to figure out what's happened in the past and like, you know what I'm saying? And and figure out like, what am I going to do to mold my future and change it? Yeah. So like, you know what I'm saying? These are just the, we got to look at um, any positives we get in something just to keep our focus and uh, keep that mindset going forward just to, uh, bridge the gap and and help from each other because we can all like help each other in some way we just don't know it all the time so yeah you never know that one word that's gonna change and light that spark or hit you know saying change somebody yeah for real and this is wb i want to close it out say that i appreciate the audience um I always knew that I was going to be the first to cry on the podcast. I'm a no, hey, person. I already knew it was going to happen. So I was, passion, somebody man. would have been the, the one to bet in Vegas. But I also <laughs> said that um, I want to highlight some black men that are doing some very, very dope things. First, I want to shout out my frat brother, BC, Cap Abasai, yo to the noobs. Um, him and a group of people ran a digital event. Yesterday it was called Next Play Versus. It, it was their first digital event, and uh, it was a very good event. Nice. It was put on, and their key speaker was uh, Delane Parnell, and this black man is excellent, man. He, he um, started a company called Play Versus, so it set up the platform for esports in high schools and colleges. So you can go around, and you can be an esports champion state in the state for a video game and he helped raise money and do that. But yesterday he just talked about his life and what he did and, and what he learned and the grind, what it took to get there and was able to articulate how he came up and share his knowledge and share his information. I thought it was an absolutely excellent event. I was able to um, do random networking. So you were able to go on video calls and see, you know, different people and interact with them and network them over a virtual event. It was really, really great event. I appreciate everything that he was saying about his life and and the knowledge that he shared and saying that um, it does take a village. It is a collaborative effort. It takes a lot for us to grow and mold a different change in a different world. So I wanted to highlight the work that they did with that. It was definitely a good event. There.
this is going to be something I'm going to kind of think into the future. You know what I'm saying? I have zero conversation with them at this point, but they have regional events. They are going to have one in Seattle. So hopefully if connections and God moves like he knows he can move, there could be an opportunity to possibly um, do something with them. Um, maybe even send out the Hail Mary and even possibly get an interview. But if worse comes to worse, maybe we can just figure out how we can get um, something in their event because it's something that I want to spread. And their event is all about networking and bringing black people together in the tech um, community, the tech space to figure out how do we support each other, give access to jobs and, and things of that nature. So it was a really positive vibe. So big shout out oh, yeah. to that brother. Big shout right, out to right. And I think that's up. It's a wrap. So we hey. appreciate y'all. Love, love, love every one of y'all, man. Hey, More love, love. Stay safe. Shout out to the frontline workers. We can't go without yeah, saying shout that. Out shout out, shout out, out to y'all. Everybody on the trenches, man. Shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to all. And we just want to let y'all know, hey, we appreciate y'all listening. Yes, sir. We appreciate the support. And once again, you can reach out to us if you ever got any questions or if you want to listen or if you want us to talk about a certain topic or let us know your story. We'd like to talk about that or maybe get some more game, some more knowledge about what you're going through. So once again, two shot guys, milehigh at gmail.com. This P. Will. Al Digger. And this WB. Man, y'all stay blessed. Yes, sir.